Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted to sample the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Heal Squad, welcome back to another episode, but today is a special episode because it's live. And it's on my birthday. So is it really your birthday it's today? My birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank I'm so you. honored that it's your birthday. Thank you. Uh, Are you gonna want a birthday reading now? <laughs> I'm good. I'm That's good. when my friends say to me it's my birthday, I know what the, what's coming next. Stop it, really. Yeah, yeah. So they always go, Riz, meet my friend so and so. It's her birthday. And I go, Okay, I know. Or so let's see. Oh, uh, that's so funny. Um, friends, I'm super excited for today's episode. We'll start with our quote of the day and then I'll tell you all about Riz. Life is a mystery only love can solve. And that is from Riz Mirza, our guest today. I just happened to meet him at uh, a little a little uh, evening at Miss Jessica Alba's. And we had such a great time. And I said, you know, I think this would be really cool to do on the show. Um, so we are doing something different today. We have uh, Riz here in studio, and we are going to be doing some live psychic readings. Now, he is a gifted psychic medium and a shaman. Uh, with his extraordinary abilities, Riz connects with the spirit realm, unraveling mysteries and guiding souls towards enlightenment. Mm. Riz is bridging the gap between worlds, so we are really excited um, to go beyond the veil today. You know, I've never had a channeling experience before you. Uh, I've always been a fan of Esther Hicks, and I've I've watched her channel Abraham. And if you guys are fans of Esther Hicks, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, look into her. She's really cool. Um, but her voice doesn't change when she channels. No. And so when we were there and, you know, Riz starts us with like a little meditation and then all of a sudden his spirit guide, his Abraham is yeah. Red, Eagle. Red Eagle. You have a few. I have a few. But Red Eagle comes in and now Riz is a whole different person. Mm. And I have to say, it was really shocking. I was taken completely aback. I didn't know oh. what was happening. I was a little <laughs> freaked out. Um, right. 
And so it's, it was, it was a lot. And then I settled in. I was like, okay. Uh huh. And you were right close, sitting pretty close. Yeah, I was right next. Yeah, you were up in the action. Okay. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. but I watched this whole experience with everyone in the room, and I watched Red Eagle just go into each person so deeply and so accurately. And what also was interesting is, again, it was a small group of us. I felt like I was getting messages for me through every single person. Mm, Does that happen a lot? It does, because I think that, look, I always believe that you are never in the wrong place at the wrong time. And people say this a lot. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. But my philosophy as a medium and as a shaman, in in my own experience, I would say that you're never in the wrong place at the wrong time. Because if, if you have a belief that there is a perfection to this universe, some people call that God, God is the perfection of this universe. Some people use the word source. Mm -hmm. In Star Wars, they use the word the force. Mm -hmm. Then there's the universe, the ancestors. Um, Whatever word you use for this understanding that there's much more going on and it's connected, I say then how could you ever be in the wrong place at the wrong time? That usually means that something bad or awful happened and that shouldn't have happened. Yet everyone who's watching this podcast knows and everyone who's sitting at home knows that some of the things that felt the worst and were the worst had so much to do with who you are and what you're doing in the world later. Yeah. So how can we do that? Look, working out isn't fun. And sorry, it isn't fun. I I, I don't say I love to work out. I love the results of working out. Yeah. But who, who, who the hell likes to go to the gym? Like, you don't really like it. And you don't really like getting a PhD and a four-year degree or a master's degree. Mm-hmm. But you do it. You don't like taking the cold plunge, but you do it. No, I don't. So yeah. I think... I would love to have people understand um, kind of how you got into this. Sure. Because you do an, a multitude of things, right? Yeah. It's like sometimes you meet someone, they're just a shaman. Sometimes you meet someone, they're just a psychic. Sometimes you meet someone, they're just a medium. A medium. So you do a lot of. Well, can we break things. it down? Yes. I think it's good to de. de yeah. um, and then for anybody who's watching and listening right now, thank you guys for joining us. We are going to get to you, and he will do readings, but I want you to know a little bit about him before we start and a little bit about how he works. Well, let's talk about what a medium is. At this point, if you are awake to any degree on the planet and watch TV, you're seeing all the medium shows that have been Mm -hmm. around for forever. Um, And so that a medium is a person who connects you to loved ones who have crossed over to the other side. I've even had experiences where I've connected people to pets that were on the other side. So that actually is really popular now. Now people really want messages from their pets. I know. I can't you do an hour them. of pet messages. Yeah. <laughs> the the pets never have an hour long message. It's usually just a couple of sentences or or emotions that they mm-hmm. want to convey or thoughts or observations. Uh, a psychic is one who tunes into your life. I think of a psychic as a person who almost is like in a you know those news van helicopter those news helicopters that fly over the city. They can see what's going on in different parts of the city. They can see there's a fire over there. Don't use that highway. Oh, there's a really cool fair over there. There's a lot of good traffic going to this new amazing fair, right? Go over there. Or that's where the beach is. So they can see ahead of where you are. They can also understand the road you've been on. And they're not necessarily mediums. Then you have a channeler. A channeler is one who, and a trance channeler, is one who goes into a trance. And that means a deep state of meditation. It's almost like going to sleep. And during that time, a spirit guide enters the body and speaks. Now, who are the spirit guides? People go, enter the body. What are you talking about? Enter the body. Yeah, enter the body. Channeling means 
that some energy is flowing through you. Everyone out there, whatever you do or you step out of the way, that is where you channel. What does that mean? The word canal, right? We have the Suez Canal. We have the English Channel. It means an opening through which the water flows. And so when you channel, you're opening your own, I want to say your own um, passageway or tunnel to energy flowing through you. So every culture, no matter where we're from, you go back far enough. Your ancestors were all in a tribe. And in that tribe, there was the farmer, there was the healer, there was the medicine woman, there was the warrior, and then there was the shaman or the, and the channeler who brought messages in from the ancestors. Ooh, I got chills. So this is part of everyone's history. Every single human being's mm-hmm. ancestors had channelers or shamans. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, For a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus, having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully, our jobs and everything in between. But it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. 
As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps a bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. So shaman is, now that term, boy, not all shamans wear feathers and beads, okay? And shamans are a term at this point, I even say there's, hey, there's shamans on Wall Street. There's shamans in media. They are people who take you um, from where you were into the new version of yourself. And that could be through many methods, traditional shamans, tribal shamans, whatever you want to call that. Um, They will use everything from music, drums, plant medicines, um, rituals, ceremonies, nature walks, meditations, energy healings to bring you into this new thing. You know, the New York Times had a very interesting article some years ago, and it said mediums are the new life coaches. Wow. That was very fascinating. Yeah. Because well, when you kind of... We used to be death coaches. Now we're life coaches, so... Yeah, well, you kind of both. get to know a little bit more about yourself, so it helps you in your journey, I think. It does, because you're you're learning that the thing that you always suspected, that there's more, right? We say these words supernatural or paranormal, and to me, the supernatural is just that you have a much more expanded understanding of the natural, because spirits and energies, that's not supernatural. That's natural. Every culture refers to it. So how is it supernatural? And paranormal is the normal. Yes, there are spirits almost everywhere on the planet. There's energies that we know nothing about. There's sort um, phenomenons that we know nothing about. So is that paranormal? If you only are stuck in what you think is normal, this is the chair, this is the podcast studio, this is, there's, I you have a traffic ticket I need to take care of. And then you never pay attention to energy and the subtleties of messages that come through. See, messages come through very subtle. People think when I channel Red Eagle or these other spirit guides who come through a very strong energy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it fills the room and say, so they go, wow, you, it must be such a wave, a rush to come through you. Actually, it's not. I have to be in a very sensitive place. They're almost like um, a baby sleeping. I have to be that gentle with myself. And then when I feel the spirit guides coming, it's almost like a little feather on my shoulder because sensitivity is the key. And that's my, a lot of my teachings have been about if you want a better life, you have to not be less sensitive, but more sensitive. Whoa. Where I think all the conversation now is, oh my God, I'm such an empath and everybody's an empath now and everybody's, you know, so you trying, know to protect, yeah. trying to protect themselves. Right. Right. We're all going the opposite way. Like, let me close off because I can't be hurt anymore. You're saying the opposite. Well, because Maria, the reason why, why we love you is because your, your sensitivity brings you to be able to do this work. 
this is your channeling. You're being the passageway of all these wonderful talks that come through on your podcast and then your own story. And so what is, what is, what makes us love great artists? Mm. Those songs that kill us or inspire us. It's because the artist went into their sensitivity a hundred times more than we ever do. Mm. And then we honor that because, wow, you really impacted us. Great leaders that have come and gone, all of them, because they were sensitive. That's what propelled them. See, the thing with when you're an empath, and this is when I, when I coach empaths, is what I teach them is, see, a lot of the time empaths, they can't go into crowded places or they go, I can't be in this room, I can't be in this party, and I can't be in this, I got you. Or I feel negative energy. The thing is that that's just stage one of being an empath, finding out what's wrong. But when you become a developed empath, you start to feel the magic that also exists, the, the happy things. Because, okay, so we're sitting here right now, right? You might have an empath that may go, oh, this I can feel in this chair that someone was really disturbed in this chair. Okay, but what about the 200 people that were really happy? Do you feel them? Wow. They never feel them. They never go, there were so many joyful people in this chair. They'll focus on that one. And then they'll, they'll harbor it and they get stuck because they haven't developed their empathicness. Whoa, I've never heard anybody say this. So your my work is when I channel, I also feel that anytime that we are good at what we do, that that rubs off on people. Like, you know, if you if you live in a house with really great singers and you're not such a great singer and they're always singing, your ears starts to get developed. Yeah. So I actually think that sensitivity is contagious. And uh, that's how we how we kind of like help shape and and shift the world, right? That's so cool. Yeah. Kevin, you always say similar stuff like you know, we can rise and our game will get better around people who are better in all the different areas. So. So I have a question for you. Yeah. So do you think that when our, when we die, our vibration drops or rises? Our, our energetic soul. vibration? Yeah. I, I think it rises. Okay. And what do you think happens to people when a loved one dies, someone who's left here on the planet? Does their vibration rise or drop? What would the difference be between me and my loved one dying? We all no, no. Rise. I'm saying that let's say my best friend dies. Okay. So my best friend's energy has risen. Yeah. Gotten higher. Oh, oh, and what happens to my down. energy? Yeah. Down. So now we're like this. We're no longer on the same frequency. Ooh. So a medium is in the middle. And you help you bring both. everybody together? That's right. So they, our loved ones do a lot of work to try to match, get closer to our frequency. And then we can't stay in the depression Oftentimes when we're depressed, we don't create. We usually create when we're outside of the depression, when we have a little perspective. So you have to, that sensitivity has to be mastered, right? So honoring that grief and then being able to say, okay, let me connect to the love. Oftentimes when our loved ones are with us, it's when we're our happiest, not all the time when we're crying at their grave. A lot of the time that grieving is for us to heal. Mm -hmm. And we're like, can't you just give me a sign? But they are giving signs. It's just you're not aware of it because you need it to be like a lightning bolt or something. So I teach people to to be more sensitive and to connect the dots. I really like that. I like rather than leaning out of sensitivity, leaning into it, and then taking that next step in the journey of, okay, if you don't feel good here, how can we look for the good? Because I had a Reiki healer tell me once before, she's like, you always can find the monster in the room. Mm. She's like, 
but you're finding the monster in the room all the time. And so she's like, stop looking for them. And I was like, oh, you're right. Okay, I'm going so, in and I'm looking, I'm, I'm trying to spot the danger. Right. Here's the danger. So, so what's I underneath the monster? But what un what's underneath the monster's mask? Because it's a mask. It's not really a monster. Fear, pain, Sadness. suffering. Sadness. Everything starts with, I come from the place that... Lack of love. Yeah. Someone asked me recently, what do you think, what have I discovered after 16 years of doing readings, thousands of readings and um, channeling circles here in LA and around the world and what have I discovered about people? And I really found that they're really innocent. That's the word that I feel. And some people have said, but you've dealt with a lot of unpleasant people, people who just acted like, you know, fill in the word. And I go, yeah, but I still see innocence behind it all the time because everyone that ever does harm, you know, they say hurt people hurt people, right? Yeah. What creates anger? What creates you go to the prisons? What do you think is going on there? You 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 don't understand that these people went through hell growing up, that a portion of them are innocent of the crime to begin with, and then the rest of them are abused in some way, whether it's sexually, physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, and that created the behavior that you see. Yeah, they may be guilty of the crime. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about innocent in the soul. Mm -hmm. And some of the pain is so deep and some of the, the behavior is so uh, disturbing. But at the root of it, this was a little child once and they weren't like this. So at the root of all of it is innocence. So I always like to say that the, even the monster that you find, take the mask off and you're just going to see a wounded child. Mm -hmm. And that's why the quote that you said at the top, um, my quote about that life is a mystery only love can solve, yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful to listen to and it's poetic, but what is the actual practical hardcore meaning? Because there isn't a problem on earth that you can say to me right now that love cannot solve. Poverty. Oh, okay, so you mean people don't have enough to eat and there's not enough opportunities? Okay, more love. There's plenty of enough food, it's just not being shared. Okay, so more love. Oh, opportunities, more love. There's plenty of things to do, meaning people could have work. How about more love? We, we create it for them. Oh, what about um, emotional disturbances? More love. More love. More love. Illness. Name the problem. Illness. Illness. More love. How? Because we certainly don't, we're not even generous with the money that's allocated to helping people afford healthcare because it's a business or that can't be love. Like it's just love. So it always comes down to what's the greater power, right? Interests. Or love. The moment we get more interested in love and we realize that we don't come from lack. This happens on an individual scale and it happens like across the world. Like countries feel lack. We're fighting over energy right now. People go, we're living in the information age. We are not living in the information age. We are living in the energy management age because even this podcast is about energy management. Hopefully you're going to feel better and feel healed after this or opened up. That is going to increase your energy. The supplements that you're looking at as you're scrolling on Instagram and saying, oh, that'll make me feel better, more energy. Everything is for more energy. You go and hang, go on vacation because you're going to replenish your energy and you want more energy. You want your green tea. You want your green tea. It gives you more energy. You'll take it. Interesting. Right? And so guess what else? Countries are fighting over energy resources. They'll do anything for it. 
And that energy source that we're using right now is limited. See, when I talk about this work, people talk about, oh, but aren't we going to talk about psychic stuff and metaphysics? This is metaphysics. If you don't understand how energy is showing up in the world and it's not inseparable from how, excuse me, how it is inseparable from emotional reality, then you're going to constantly be battling between what you think is real and not real. So people go, I don't know if spirit guides are real. Do you know, do you need to know if they're real or do you need to know if the message means something to you? Because at this point, I've seen it all. People who are like, I don't believe in spirit guides. I don't know what that is. I'm sure you've heard a lot of religious people probably are not favorable to it too, right? Who cares? I'm not religious. So what is, what is it? If I was religious and then they were religious, (laughs) then it'd be a conversation. Yeah. But what's the point of that conversation? You know, I think that you can clearly see that people are going to stick to their side of the fence most of the time. Welcome to Earth. But I always say, you know, be flexible. Nature teaches you to be flexible. It's very clear that there's things that we don't know about. So the spirit guide spoke to you in our circle. Mm-hmm. And you feel energy, obviously. And you saw the messages that were going around. I was earlier, I was saying no one's ever in the wrong place at the wrong time. The reason why all those people gathered that night where we connected and met is because that's who was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Because the messages were, there was a, something going on that everyone had in common. Um, I don't remember because I don't remember the messages usually. I don't yeah. even remember your message. <clears throat> but I do remember that um, she was like, it was a great evening. Yeah, you could say that, but it was deep. <laughs> it was intense. <laughs> yeah, it was, let's say it was intense. I like how she said, it was a great, even, great fun evening. She said something and I go, you were tough on me. <laughs> Radical was really tough. I was like, damn, he's really going into me, but I have been called the WWE of the psychic world. So, you know, um Well, I'm four and oh in the WWE. What do you so mean? I wrestled. What? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I don't know anything about that. I'll share. All right. Um, but what's funny is we had a conversation. I'll just share really quick and then we'll get to your readings, guys. Um, we were just having a conversation in the kitchen about how I struggle with organization and I really try really hard. And it's just frustrating. And then Red Eagle's first thing he says to me is, I see plates and cups and bowls and everything in the same <laughs> cupboard. And and I go, I'm looking at you. And I was like, what is he trying to get to? And then basically you said, or Red Eagle said, um, disorganization is your issue. He's like, I can go to the big stuff, but I'm going to go to the small stuff that you need to fix so that the big stuff gets easier. And <sighs> Everyone in the room looked at me because we literally were just having this conversation. Really? And then our circle started. Okay. So you were in the kitchen before I got there. Yeah, before you got there. So it was funny. So um, I'm really excited for everybody to have these moments because it's, like I said, when when someone goes in and they just nail it. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's mind-blowing. And it must be, you know, for you being a person that people know and – Interesting because the readings, the messages have nothing to do with like what you do. It's about inner workings of what mm-hmm. things that you're thinking about or pondering or working on. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I love that about messages. I have so many stories. It'll be in the book, <laughs> the next book. Sounds good. Are you ready to maybe dive are, in? You want to dive in? You want to do some? Are we there already? I think we're there. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to talk to you for hours and we'll have to do a whole other episode, but I know all of these people probably have jobs. They're like, hold on, I'll be there soon. Why don't we Why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? Um, do some readings and, and we'll talk more yeah. and then we'll, okay, let's okay. do that. So, so who do we have on deck, Natasha? 
So we're going to bring in, we are going to be bringing Anne in first. Okay. Hi, Anne. Hi. Happy birthday, Maria. Thank you. Hi there, Anne. Where are you in the world? Hi. I am uh, in Vera Beach, Florida. Nice, 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 nice. Humbled and honored to be part of this and to meet you, Riz, and I'm really excited for the next few moments. Okay, well, great. Um, I wanted the first thing I wanted to ask you, Anne, is um, two things are coming up for me um, as I hear your voice and kind of look over there and, and see you on the little screen. Um, number one is, do you ever get a chance to spend any time with the horses? Oh, um, it's well. I, as a child, that was my number one love and my first job. Yeah. Um, we couldn't afford horses uh, as as a kid. So my dad went to one of the local stables and said, and made a deal with the, the owner of the stable uh -huh. that if I came and cleaned all the horse stables out, I could get riding lessons. So it was kind of the first introduction to barter and hard work <laughs> oh, that I had. So, oh my God, those lessons. Well, the, the, the reason is, you know, is that that's why I asked you, do you get enough time to spend with the horses? Is obviously the answer is no. And right, it they're, is they're no. kind of calling you to come back okay. to that original state of joy that you had because they're they are like you. And here's the message coming from the horses to you. Horses are what they call prey animals. So horses okay. are meaning that they don't attack other animals, other animals attack them. Sure. And yet they're so powerful. Yeah. So like you don't go near a horse. A horse will kick you from here to the moon, right? Yeah. But horses, and you, so horses teach the collaboration between species. How? Because they, we shelter them and feed them and they allow us to work with them, ride them. And when they're done with us, they'll, they'll run away. Um, but you can't be a pushover with them and yet you can't also dominate them. So you can't let gotcha. them control you. And so you're like that. You've been learning how to collaborate with people and deal with people because what I feel immediately with you is that you 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 bite your lip when you know you should be saying something and you go, I don't want to create this uh, hassle with these people and create drama here at work. It's like, but, mm, you know, and I don't want to be a gossiper and then tell someone this person is doing wrong. And so the horses are saying you're going to learn how to communicate all of that better if you okay. just spend more time with them. So that's my message to you right now. It's interesting that you even say that this morning I was looking at a friend of mine's vacation photos and they were riding horses in the ocean in Turks and Caicos. And I felt like this wave of like, not envy, but I'm like, oh, I really need to go and do that. So yes. And a hundred percent with the, I bite my lip all the time when I have things come in to my mind. Um, cause I don't want to hurt people's feelings. And I know sometimes I need to step back and do that. So uh, yeah. A hundred percent. Um. So thank me. you, thank you for for confirming that. And this is just because this is now is that next chapter coming for for you. So I hope that helps. Yes, very much. Thank you so much. Take care. And I'm going to go see if I can volunteer with the local stable. Why not? That's amazing. You got it. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Natasha. Who's up next? So next up, we're going to be bringing up. Um, let me pull that. So I'm just going to get her up here. Okay. It's so funny. So the that day I'm in Jessica's kitchen talking about disorganization. You come in and Red Eagle says organization and and you're in the kitchen and looking the at horses in the morning and having yeah. you know an envious ish kind of moment and then right boom. 
here she's we are being told she needs to talk she needs to, to go to yeah and go and spend time with them but absolutely. how much of that is energy as well connecting it's all energy connecting all i'm i'm super sensitive to energies flying through the air okay and some of these energies are things that are going to happen because i'm a little bit ahead i might say i can hear it ahead a good music producer or a good conductor can hear where the music is about to go, where that musician is about to, oh, I know what they're going to do next. I know the key they're going to go to. I know the mm-hmm. little movement that's about to happen. It's kind of like that. That's, I mean, I start off as a musician. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, we got cool. somebody else here. All right. Who do we have, Natasha? We have Paula here. Hi, Paula. Hi. Hi. Happy birthday, Maria. Thank you. <laughs> so grateful and um happy to be here and i love your show um thank you so much <laughs> thank you thanks for being part of the heel squad all right riz hi there paula hi so great me... brows by the way holy moly thank <laughs> you, you. <laughs> well the okay. first thing i just i just want to jump out and say to you is just like get ready for a lot of um frequent flyer miles because it is you need to like go live in another country for about two months. And I want to know if you've ever thought about spending any time in Italy, um, because that is a destination. And I don't mean just for a vacation, like literally, if you could get there for a month or two, it would calm things down in terms of the fluttering of the heart. Because that's the first thing that I see is recovering from fluttering of the heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't mean heart condition. I mean, I mean love. So healing from that. And time away would really help you um, because you're actually, you are actually, there must be a part of you that goes, I don't know if I was born in the right era because people aren't acting right. Like it should be, they should be more polite. They should, why can't they just be more polite? And so you've had to have a very strong face in the world because you've been protecting this very sensitive, sweet, precious being that's underneath there. She's like the, um, the seven, I have to say seven years old is where I see something happening here seven to eight where you began to kind of protect yourself and say mm-hmm. am I ever going to have that magical um reality that I want so right you do need time in older places you know um places that have a history that you go oh this house that I'm staying in is from 400 years ago isn't it amazing so Almost like you're surrendering to the part of you that's very domestic. <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna say that um, and very traditional. So and that's where you you might get a little bit hurt. You understand, right? But you will you will call that in, and it will become very fu- become very fulfilling in your love life. That's what I want to say. Oh, okay, well, good to know. I mean, I would love to travel, so that would be that would be amazing. Do you have a um, Did you have a topic or question you wanted me to talk about? Yes, I do. Uh, I am an actress and I've been working at this for a very long time since I was a little girl. Um, I made the move from LA to New York and it was a big move. Um, And I'm really happy here, but I've been sort of looking for guidance on how to get to that next level, find the right people to work with. Um, You know, that's my okay. goal right now is just finding the, the right people to help me uh, get to where I want to go. Number one is the in when I've always tuned into those who are in the world of entertainment, especially actors, because boy, you guys, you guys, most of your life is rejection. So my hat's off to you guys. Most of your life. Yeah. There's no other profession in the world 
I think that I can think of at the moment where you get so much, where 99% of your life is rejection. It's almost always no. So what I want to say to you here is that you can never go away out of this industry. You can never, you can't go away. You can create other interests. You can create other forms of income if you need to, but you never stop acting. That is very important because it just, sometimes it's just that you need to look eight years older and that's where you're seasoned. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. It just, oh yeah, you got, you got talent. You, you, you're, you have a look, but then it's like, no, the show that's waiting for you is eight years from now when you're playing that particular character or role that just for forever. Remember Harry Potter? And uh, this is my Harry Potter tattoo. If you want to see it, that's right mm-hmm. there. Uh, Alan Rickman, <laughs> this pro- prolific actor, but the entire world knows him for this role he did when he was older as Snape. And, and even Miss McGonagall was like, what, in her 70s when she did uh, Harry Potter. And I'm not saying you have to wait that long. But what I'm saying is that with you, I feel like, and I talked about your heart, and I said it's just been fluttering. It's like you, it's going to be time for you to make peace with the emotional aspect of who you are because that vibration is going to deepen and bring out your soulfulness in your auditions. What you're, you Mm -hmm. cannot do it the way these other actors are doing it. Don't do it their style. Go in there for you, and this is just for you is what I'm saying, is that you have to go to another level of your own authenticity. Not every actor needs to do that. Some can be totally on the surface and be terrible, actually, and they'll make it. But that's not what's going to work for you. What's going to work for you is your soulfulness coming out. You need to do some healing work. This is not going to happen by um, just a better acting coach. No, no. This is going to be when, as you're doing your healing work and you crack open and you're so afraid of doing that, and it's okay because you're like... (laughs) I know you're like, Riz, a whole flood is going to happen. Okay. A flood of tears, (laughs) a flood of fire all at once. But that's what we need. We need that to come out, Paula and Paula, right? Yes. Paula, we need that to come out in your personal life there. And I don't mean with a partner. I just mean as a human. And then what's going to happen is that that's going to feed your ability and how you even from the smallest things of like your expression when you're giving an audition, how you approach a character. Because I want to say this, you haven't yet made peace with your hell. And if you want to be a powerful, successful actor, because I think that's what you want. I don't think you just want the superficial roles. I think that. No, I don't. Right. So you have to make peace with your own hell. And then we see it in your face. And that's going to shine through. You have very expressive eyes. So that's going to work for you. So that's your thing. And you're going to see it through there. Okay, you're going to see that soul coming through there. Um, that's why I said Italy. Italy, just go and like let go for a while. Okay. <laughs> let go for a while. Don't worry, Hollywood's not going anywhere. It's going to be just as good and just as horrible when you come back. Okay. So don't worry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe it's like letting go of that tightness, right? Because when you want something so bad, you get so tight. You also should and learn Italy to will free. Yes. Um, you also should learn a specific kind of yoga. Look it up. It's called Kundalini Yoga. K-U-N-D-A-L-I-N-I. Kundalini Yoga. There's a lot of breath work that helps you to process that emotion and get it out and really get in, into your fire. Um, so don't stop. Don't stop. It'll happen. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Paula. Thanks, Paula. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Have fun you in too. Italy, my favorite place. <laughs> Thank you. Make it happen. See, we... 
it's also about not just the predictions, but it's about understanding where the person's energy is at. Because a psychic can just go, don't worry, you're going to get a role in two years. Oh, I am great. All right. Goodbye. Well, none of us have any way of knowing if that's ever going to happen. I'm looking at to what, where is this, where is a person stuck? And then we go there. Yeah. Okay. We got somebody else. That fluttering of the heart was with her career. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I feel. Let's go. We got one more. We got another person here. Hi. We have Renee with us. Hi, Renee. I can't hear her. We can't hear Renee. Sorry, can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> Hi, Renee. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, I have to tell you, look, um, let's just straight up talk about where you have felt spirits and where you have felt your intuition and your own sensitivity since you were very young. Can we just talk about that? Yeah. Okay. So, look, they have been trying to talk to you and they have been... Um, you know, they come in and out kind of, I feel like talking to you and they're like, oh, she wants to hear us today. Oh, she, oh, she felt us there. Look at her expression on her face now. Okay. Is she going to do anything about it? Um, have you tried working with the cards yet? Yes, actually I did get a, a deck and I've been reading up on it. Good. Um, good. You're going to be good at it. You're going to be good at it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So keep going with it and allow yourself to, um, Hey, do you have a cat? You got to have a cat. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> I just like, just they're, they're like, talk about the cats. Okay. Um, there's another one coming um, that I feel like you're going to find or is going to come to you. And that's your little magical good luck cat. Keep that cat around you when you're doing your, your development of your cards. And that's super important. And I also feel that this has been a time of the last year or two where you have been really stepping into understanding what it means to listen, how deep this one is, Maria how deep it is to be in her body. That means like the part of you that always felt like, I don't know if I'm here. I don't know if I'm actually fully in my body. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay. actually. Yes. Okay. So, kind of, wow. So that's what's going to start to happen this year is you're actually landing now. You're landing into your body. You know how we, when you have a dream and then you fall back into the bed, mm -hmm. that's proof that your soul leaves your body and rises up and comes back. You're traveling in other dimensions, but you've, you've been doing this while you're awake. <laughs> so, but, so now is the time to, to bring that in. So, you know, I like your background of, by the way, that you have with the flowers and, and grass, because really being, you are that earthy uh, kind of fairy. So I would say definitely keep, if you can plant and get your hands in the soil, very good for you because you have the fairy energy. And if oh. you can get to Ireland and do a trip, you need to be there too. Thank you. I don't know. I was talking straight up. You want to say anything now? I know. <laughs> no, it's it just seems amazing. Like it resonated. It really does. Um, uh, I just, I'm kind of speechless because it really has been a year of, of coming into my body, coming into feeling and accepting, you know, because sometimes you just doubt yourself. Is it really that instinct. And I think Maria, you've talked about it where at first you weren't, you were kind of like hesitant about it, but then you started accepting it. And I think that I have been, and it's true. I've been trying to ground in and work in the yard more often and get more into my body, like you said. So and that's the cards amazing. and do the cards and get a few more decks. 
Okay. And let yourself really feel it and learn it, okay? And trust the messages that come through and practice, practice, practice. And you're gonna be a good you're gonna be a good reader. Thank you. You're welcome. Aww. Be well. Nice Thank to see you, Renee. Nice to see you. That's so cool. I, it's so cool when you need to see somebody just really being like, yes, yes, that's it me. is all about that. It never gets old for me. It's you know, when I I my first reading, I was seven years old. And I didn't know I was doing a reading. I was sitting with my mom at uh, in Queens, New York. I'm from New York City. I was born in Harlem, raised in the Bronx. My family came from India. And um, my first language was Hindi. And then I learned uh, English, Bronx English, of course. Harlem, 125th Street and Broadway English. <laughs> um, and my mom took me to one of her girlfriend's houses. And it was really boring. There was no kids to play with. And I was just sitting like this waiting for them to finish their chai, you know, and go home. And out of nowhere, I just blurted out. I was looking at a couch and I said, an old man died on that couch. He was drinking tea too. And they stopped talking. Like I heard the spoon drop. Um, when you're a kid, it's the spoon dropping, not the mic dropping. So I heard the spoon drop. And I thought I said something wrong. Like I shouldn't have said that. And the woman comes over and she goes, how do you know that? Because her father did die on that couch like the year before. Drinking tea, by the way. Wow. Um, and my mom didn't know it either. And I didn't know. She just said, how do you know? I said, I don't know. She goes, do you see him? I said, no. She goes, do you hear him? I said, no. She goes, then how do you know? And I just said, I, I said, I just feel him. I mean, when you were seven, you don't know what to say, yeah. right? I, I said the truth. And then she said, do you have any, does he, anything else? Um, and there wasn't anything else except I felt like he was happy. And I just said, I said, he's happy. And um, I didn't have any support really in that messaging uh, that I was starting to do because my parents weren't intuitives that I know of and there was no one in my family that was psychic. And uh, it wasn't until I was like 27 years old. By the way, a lot of change happens when you're 27. You heard about the 27 Club? No a lot way. of celebrities have died at 27. Oh, yeah. Obey, Amy Winehouse, yeah, Jimi Hendrix, yeah. Janis Joplin, the list goes on. Um, because, and I was speaking to an astrologer recently, and they said, that is around this, there's a time of your life that's called a Saturn return. It's usually around that time of your life where you have a big change. Now, how deep do you want to go? You want to go really deep today? Yeah, okay, sure. so, all right. So then there's something, called, that's astrology. Then we have something called numerology, which is the magic of numbers. Have you been seeing any... Kevin, have you been seeing any numbers pop up like three, yeah. three, three, four, four, four? Okay. I see my home phone number. Ow, that hurt really bad. Ow, sorry guys. Okay. I have stitches. Okay. And I did something stupid. Um, I for the last like two years, even before my mom passed, mm. kept seeing nine two eight, and my home phone number growing up was nine two eight five, and I kept thinking it was some message about home, and I didn't know. What I'm gonna give, I'm gonna solve it for you right now. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So let me go back to the 27 Club. The 27 Club, as a shaman and as someone who understands the magic of numbers, look, this whole studio and everything, this all this technology you're watching us are in, on now is because of numbers. The numbers have to be right, and everything works. And there's a magic underneath it. Okay. So 27 in numerology means a number nine. We add the numbers always together to equal a single digit. Nine represents completion and coming full circle. Nine months in the womb, normally healthy baby, nine months mm -hmm. in the womb. In this solar system, nine planets. 
360 degrees in a circle coming full circle. 360 equals? Nine. All right. Guess what 928 equals? 19, 10. So let's do the numbers, right? So 9 plus 2 is 11. 11. Then 11 plus 8 oh. is what? 19. Right, so we got another 9 and there. Nine and one is and 10. 9 1 is 10. So yeah. you're coming completely into the new cycle of something. So that would represent that you are coming into the new cycle is always coming for you. And look about your life, right? From what I've now, I've learned a lot about, about you in the last couple of days in, in terms of like your story. And I'm, well, I wouldn't say a lot about you. My daughters told me. So mm -hmm. my stepdaughters know and they're fans. And, they're, and they said, oh, she went through these, these big health struggles. And interestingly enough, you know that throughout the stages of pregnancy, you've had children. No. Right? No, you haven't. You don't have any children? No, I'm about to. We're pregnant with a surrogate. Oh. Yeah. That's I, interesting. I have a lot of, like, people children and a lot of kids. No, no. So that maybe that's the message about this, about being a mom. Okay, yeah. great. But going through the cycles of all your healing, right, you know there were time periods where the, it was a chapter that you had to get through. And if you were distracted by the pain from it, then it was going to be counterproductive. You had to almost like ride out the pain or ride out the procedures and ride out all the testing and ride out all of those things, correct? Mm -hmm. And you have to have a certain amount of distance from being like really wrapped up. I, I like to say many times we get drunk with the problem. Yeah. Because even when there's a lot of pain in there, we get a, lo a lot out of even feeling bad. And I mean that in a good way. We get something out of it. There's a connection with ourselves. There's an intimacy with ourselves when we are letting ourselves even feel bad for, about, even for ourselves. People go, don't have self-pity. Self-pity is okay for a little while because some good things can happen in that. You start to reconnect with yourself. You're just licking your wounds. You're just doing this. This isn't self-pity. If your knee hurt and you're going like this to your knee, that's not self-pity. It's You can cry about it. But see, that's the problem is that we are not allowed to cry, especially men. Yeah. We're told, at least the generation that I came from, you know, and then the generation before me, it was you you don't cry. Telling someone not to cry from a young age is basically like covering all their sweat pores or glands with cement. What do you think will happen to you if you do that? You'll grow toxic and die. And so here we are as men. I do a lot of men's work, men retreat, men's retreats, and we go out into the forest and we there for two or three days. And we dive into, we're not like chopping down trees. It's not that kind of men's retreat. You can do that on your own. This is dropping in and it's having a safe space to go, look, this hurts, that hurts. I don't know what to do about this. And it's because we never really had a place to be able to let it out. But it's happening more and more. I mean, like, you know, guys are saying, I love you to each other now. Mm -hmm. When I was growing up, it was like, how are you, Jim? How are you, Bob? You know, like, yeah. I saw grown up guys shaking hands firmly. And then just standing there like this. Then it went from that to like, how's it going? Then it went to high fives. And then it went to grab the hand and then bump the shoulder. And then it went to full out hugs. Now you see guys hugging for like 10 seconds when they see each other. Mm -hmm. So guys are really starting to say, you know, my emotions are powerful. I'm going to show more love. And I, I'm so happy to see that because when I was growing up, I was a shy, psychic kid. And um, I felt like we needed to do that more. So anyway, uh, you want to see more people? Yeah, There's wait. Somebody you didn't right finish, there. You didn't tell me what the um, 
You said you were going the somewhere number? with it. Yes. Okay, so the number one. So it was a ten. You mean it's it's new a new chapter. Remember, it's not a ten because one plus zero equals one. You have to go back to one digit. You're adding up all the numbers. But it was a one plus nine equals ten. 10. Oh, so and, then and now one. add it again. Oh, at the 10. You, you add to, every time. Every time till you get to one number. Oh, okay. So you're coming back to oneness. You're coming back to your center now. Oh. That means that your whole life was about this. Your whole life has been about oneness. That's what you're, this, this is. Yeah. That's what you're providing. It's opportunity for all of us to do. So here we are. There's somebody right. right there. Let's go. Hi. Can you hear us? We have Angie with us. Hi, Angie. Angie's a Heel Squad OG. Hi. Oh, Hi. really? Happy birthday. Thank you. Hi, Angie. Congratulations on baby. Thank I'm you. So excited for you. Thank you. Hi, Angie. You want me to just Hi. Hi. You want me to just tell you what's some things? Sure. <laughs> well, is that a headboard behind you? Because I have to talk to you yeah. about sleep and rest, number one. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what's pressing right now. This, I have to go back even for like seven years ago is the number that I'm getting. So what would be the math of seven years ago? Three years ago was 2020. Then add another four between 2016. Seven years ago, yeah. 2016. 2016 yeah. is where I see the big year of. So that's a nine two. Sent you off the planet. So I don't know what the hell happened in 2016. I don't know it yet. But all I know is that that's where I see the energy created. You My dad died. Life. Thank you. And I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. But I'm, what's his name? It's, First name, please. George. Okay, let's see. If, if George comes through with a message, I'll give it to you. But the first thing that I have to say is that you just haven't slept peacefully. And um, don't worry, you're going to get a handle on that this year. And the universe knows it. And the reason why, at least it was, look, if you keep going this way, the body's going to start to break down too. Okay? The hormones mm -hmm. are going to be thrown off. Your thyroid's going to be thrown off. These are things that I feel need to happen and these days of you just the days that you just want to lay in that bed and never leave those are going to be a thing of the past don't worry don't worry don't worry okay absolutely um i want to say something funny your dad is showing me like a three-layer birthday cake right now so that means that some somebody's birthday is coming up and it's not yours uh maria <laughs> somebody else's anniversary but it's like a three-layer cake and i just want to say he's He's showing me that he's like having a really good time having like pastries and sweets on the other side. Yes, you can eat. Yes, you can. He wants you to know, yes, you can eat on the other side. Um, I hope that makes sense to yeah. you. But he's just like, you know, you don't, you don't, yeah. you don't skimp on the icing and you don't skimp on the sugar. If you're going to eat a cake, eat a cake. Sorry to all the vegan bakeries out there. I love you too. Don't worry. I love yeah. Okay. So yeah. um, other thing I want to say is. You said your name is Angie? Yeah, um, but... Because he's not calling you that. No, he's probably calling me TJ. Okay, thank you. Because I was like, another thing for Angie? And he goes, no. Okay, thank yeah. you. TJ, got you. All right. Do you know who... The, I, I want to say the name Susan or Sue or Su, Su, Suzanne. Do you know who, what, if this rings a bell for you right now? It may not be connected to him. Suzanne or Susan or Susan. Um, no. Okay. 
Your dad is also mentioned. No, let's just skip over it then because I don't want to waste time. Okay. Your dad is mentioning something about I don't know why, but where you park your car or that something happened in a in a car park. He yeah, he was well, he was killed in a car accident. Thank you. So okay. and so what so the okay, got it. Because just cars, he's showing me cars, got it. Something happened in the car. He okay. should have been parked. Okay, got it. Now I understand. Um, look, we what, don't know what caused it. I think he fell asleep. Okay. I think he fell asleep. He said okay. I should have been parked. And that means that you should have been, if you're parked, you uh, should have been parked. You should, that means you would have been parked to sleep. Okay. Oh. That's what, how that makes sense to me. Okay. Sorry do about you, that. Um, I have a no. question for you. Do, do you have do you have any connection to like North Carolina or Georgia or this area? What's going on over there? What is that connection? My father-in-law and sister-in-law live there. We're actually going to be going there. Okay. Your dad is telling um, me. Dad is mentioning that to me. So he'll be on that little trip with you. Okay. Talk to him. Okay. And then. And by the way, he's also he saying. Again, going back to the sweets, he's like, there's nothing wrong with chocolate, okay? So, okay, you can have And then, okay. And then does he know where, where his ring is? My mom has oh. been looking for his ring. That's an unusual, you know, that's not an easy question sometimes to ask them because I can, I can, I'll ask about it. I don't, but see, I don't feel your, it doesn't look like a wedding ring to me. It's it's kind of really plain. Yeah. Okay. Got and, it. Got it. Yeah. Did you guys ever look in his glove compartment? <laughs> I'm actually going. Okay. So I have to. I feel that this. Popping into my head. What is the house that has the garage with all the stuff in it? Garage with all the stuff. Yeah. Is it. that house gone or still there? There's there's boxes in the garage that I see, and I know what. A lot of us do keep boxes in the garage, but he's showing me, I'm just going to describe it to you. There's, okay. there's a room next to this garage and it, that's where things are stored. Also, it's like okay. something in there. That's where I see it. I also I see like a tissue box, like I, something. Long. Oh, you're seeing something. I did. I saw like a long thing and I thought maybe it was the glove compartment, but, but it was almost like a. Or long rectangular box that I just kept seeing. Madam Maria is going to give you the message. So I just say, what if, just, if I feel something, yes, it, it I feel. I trust you. I... Believe me, this is. I love that this is happening. Um, I want to say one last thing. I, I'm not getting a, such a clear answer on that, and I will always tell you if I don't. But I yeah. am going to say this is about your dad. Is this is a man that has been. I, I like to use the word reborn. It's like he's in this, I don't see an older man right now. I literally see like I'm looking at a 19 year old. He is like, has the bounce of that kind of person. And yeah. just like when you're on that plane and you're flying over there, like where I said, you can just talk to him and you will hear him. And I just as a human being and as a psychic, and I would just tell you the ring's not important. We know that. Yeah. It's not important. No, it's, it's not like monetarily important, yeah. but my mom's been, searching for that ring and i know it's driving it's it feels like a connection to him but then let her keep and, looking for it yeah 
let her keep no, looking for it. It's keeping her active and keeping her aware and keeping her connected to him. Mm -hmm. So that's it's not point. about the ring. It's about even, it's always the journey to it, right? Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. Much yeah. Love and you. I really appreciate you and the heel squad, Maria and Kevin and Kelsey and everybody. You guys have saved my life and got me in touch with Dr. Allison too. Oh, yay. I'm so glad. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we love you and thank you for being part of our our little squad. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. All right. So cool. Wow. Mm. Uh, you know, that must be like so crazy to like, you know, you don't know how someone passed and then to hear how potentially it could have. Yeah. And I think that um am I I always come back to this. Like, yes, you're right, but you have to think more about people say, how do you, what happens after we die? They always ask me this. And I, I always come back with this one. I said, well, what happens when you start really living? Don't worry about what happens after you die. Why are you worried about that? I can tell you that. What do you think happens? And, and flow with that. If it feels good, keep it going because no one is the authority on all of the mysteries of the universe, mm. but just some of us are tour guides that have gone deeper into the forest than others. And we come back and we go, let me tell you what I've seen. Yeah, but Try when you connect with spirit, haven't you ever asked, what is it like on the other oh, side? Oh, yeah. And the things that I get are so different than what people think it is. So no one's ever told you, like, there's a heaven. And then, you know, there's – because everybody, when they pass, mm. but they come back, mm. they say it was beautiful and it was heavenly and it was light and it was gorgeous. And When you first – what I here's what I've seen. When you first cross over, there's always either – a spirit guide who comes and you may not even recognize them, but you energetically recognize them. You feel like, I think I know this person. They're, they're, they're um, emanating this love and radiance and they take you and it's beautiful. And you feel that amazing release from the body and love. But then guess what? You are in a classroom again and it's beautiful. And not everybody's wearing white robes and pillars and temple. For some people, their heaven is they're at a ball game. And their spirit guide is sitting next to them, watching the ball game, talking to them and helping them process their life. And another person, they get to be a rock star. And another person is 17 years old, like her dad was. And then another person is, no, I need the whole like Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, all, and all, the, all the different people that I worship to be with me and sitting and talking. And then I'll know I'm in heaven. It has much to do with what your soul's desire is. And how beautiful is that to me? That is the technical definition of heaven. What is your soul's desire? Whoa. I love that. That's amazing. <gasps> wow. I want to be surrounded with animals. We have. <laughs> and God. <laughs> we have so much. You got it. We have so much to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. That's Wow, that's are we, we still are we are we done now or what? What's I going think on? We have one last person. Oh, we're gonna probably. We have one more person. Yes, we okay. have one last person. Hello. Hi. Let's see. We can't hear anything yet. I don't think she can hear us either. Yeah, I don't think so either. Well, maybe next time. I don't want to give up on her. Okay, well, right. I think I'm trying to communicate with the booth. Oh, I think we can hear you now. Did he call on Leslie? Hello? Hi. Hi, this is Leslie. I'm not sure if you called my name. I did not hear. Yes, you we're know. ready for you. Hi, Leslie. I'm Riz. 
Hi. Happy Where are birthday. you? Thank you. Hi. What Thank part? you for having us. For sure. Where are you? I'm in California, in Anaheim, California. All right. So, shall we dive in, Leslie, or did you want to start with a question? Go for it. Okay. Um, actually, I really want to talk about children and kids, and I want to talk about... Um, I, I, do you know someone who lost a child? Not that I know. Okay, if you don't, I'm going to tell you, in that place that you're living in right now, because I can kind of see the background, there's uh -huh. the spirit of a young man. And I mean, like literally young, and I, he's made himself known to you. Do you know this? Yep. Okay. Yes. Things happen. Things happen in this place. Things get moved. Things. And we know. He's just having we fun. Know. You know, he doesn't mean anything. He's not trying to scare you. Yeah. He, we know. And sometimes we say, just stop. Got like it. when there's things going around, we yeah. say, just stop. Okay, good. And he does, right? Yes. And we know that it's not a... It's not a bad energy or nothing. It's just a playful one. Okay, great. Wonderful. Glad to hear it. Um, I also have a funny question for you. Are you, do you want to get a new TV or is this like your TV? Like he's like, the kid is saying to me, like, why don't they have a bigger TV? I don't know what that, what that means. Can you explain that to me? My partner has always wanted to have this whole set of multiple TVs with to in order to watch all the games. <laughs> he always has the computer, like multiple computers, the big TV, the little TV, the well, phone, when he wants to watch everything. So he always says, I want more TVs. Well, you're so, little, I'm just going to call him Harry Potter because I think I like that, that. You remember the first Harry Potter when he was very little? Yep. Is that two Harry Potter references in one podcast? Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah, I think okay. it's great. Okay, we got maybe one more. We'll get a third one. We'll get a third one? A okay, well, there's Hermione right there. Okay, <laughs> so he's kind of like, picture a little Harry Potter. And he's the okay. one that's in your house. And he keeps saying, they want to, what about the bigger TV? And so that's a little, yes, you should do it. And <laughs> just let your partner do it because it's <laughs> going to actually be fun and even fun for you. Okay. What else do you want to ask? You want to ask me one? We got time for one more question than that. Yeah. You have a topic um, you need to so, me, you want me to look into? Yeah. So right now I'm at a critical path in my life, going multiple directions. Uh, Maria knows I had a, a brain tumor, so I already recovered from that, and I'm moving forward, like work, um, moving to probably looking into moving to a new place. Mm. Uh, so everything. My mom's going through her close to end life journey as well so mm. i'm like trying to put everything together so if there's just something related to that whole journey that is coming next that will be good either any any path doesn't matter which which one it belongs to well obviously your whole diary of your journey and you coming out and knowing that you also have a voice and that it's valid because you are getting a chance to authentically express the journey that you've been on and you will share that. And that gives people, you can say gives them hope. I mean, that's a very common word to use. I want to use something, a word that's even better, which is um, this connection with themselves that brings them more peace. So other people who've gone through or are going through what you've gone through 
And it's not, I'm not saying go be some big inspirational speaker. No, I'm just saying, you know, you expressing your thoughts, whether it's writing it or even sitting there on camera, just like that, nothing fancy, just like that. Hey guys, here's my story. Do you know anyone who's also experienced this? And I want to talk about it because a lot of the conversations that you have been having have been about problems and then fixing the problem. And the, mm -hmm. what I want you to start doing is having a con the conversation start happening about how things are moving forward. And each day you're, you're, you're getting a chance to laugh again and you're getting a chance to say, you know, what? I'm starting to connect dots about my life and why maybe I, why did I call in these experiences and turn it into like, you know what? I think I might've called in these experiences to live a more powerful life because I love life. And I love talking to people and connecting and I'm here for that. So you know what, if it has to be through this and the way that I've suffered, so, so be it. I'm going to move, I'm going to flow with this. Your life is about this flow. Okay. I also want to tell you some, do you know what um, needlepoint is? Mm -hmm. Remember it's like, it's not really done anymore. Does somebody mm -hmm. have, was somebody really into needlepoint in your family or something? My mom used to be really into needlepoint as I was growing up. Yes. And both my grandma and my mom, you will teach me. And it had to be perfect. Yes. Always perfect. Because in, the back, in the back of it, it had to have a pattern. And they would always make it redo it if it was not perfect. But right. they were really into it. Right. Um, I Now I understand. And I would say this to you, is that do the um, the needlepoint was really your, your... Am I okay here with this earpiece? Yeah. We'll okay. The needlepoint had a lot to do with your focus and precision. And anything mm -hmm. that, and I'm not saying doing needlepoint again. I'm just saying little tasks that you go, that helps me rework my left and right sides of my brain. You want to fire up those, I like to say the neurons uh, in the brain. And what, should I, can I give you a little exercise to do? Learning to write with the opposite hand that you're used to yeah. writing with. And as well doing this movement that is called um tai chi do you know it Have yes you heard of it your body yes. needs to start positive movement and energy happening that isn't about i'm fixing a problem because now is is the time to reconnect with your true spirit energy of yourself and these little things they don't even cost a lot of money because you can learn everything on youtube nowadays and <laughs> You drop in and do it there, you know, while he, while, while your partner's watching the big screen and all those 16 screens, <laughs> replace the 16 screens with one, like your little spirit is telling you to do. You could be over there on the other side of the room doing your Tai Chi. So, or you could be learning on the big screen. You know, see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't want you shielding yourself anymore because the wars are over. I want you dropping the shields and going, now it's time to create and allow it to come through me. Got it. All right. Thank I you very much. Her, but I'm going to stop now. because Leslie, nice to see you. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank you so much, Riz. Appreciate welcome. it. Of Have Many a great day. To you. Be well. Okay, that blew my mind. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is a big leap. You've got a spirit in there. Do you see him? Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Kev, you don't have a microphone, but I know you were like, holy moly. Um, I have to ask because in the chat, Anne was just asking about her two-year-old grandson. Can you tune in to her two-year-old grandson? Anne was the first person? Yes, we can put her back up. Okay. Um, okay. A two-year-old grandson? What is the question? Can you, can you... What's, I just need I'll the first her, name. I'll let her ask because I'm not sure. Hi, Riz. Sorry. Um, 
I was just wondering if you had any insight. Last October 7th, my two-year-old grandson, Andrew, passed away. Mm -hmm. um, it's similar to SIDS, but it happened to kids who are older than two, and he had turned two in August. Yeah. And they did all the tests and autopsies, and there were no there were no reasons why. And he was healthy otherwise, and they just put him down to bed and then went to check on him in the night and he had passed away. What I'm gonna tell you is not easy to swallow. Um you have to kind of go into the biggest perspective of your soul. Okay. There there are certain souls. You can call them angelic souls. You can call them teachers, but you have to really drop in, sober up, drop in with yourself spiritually and go, this person, this soul came through for a reason. And many times when we experience this type of soul coming through, who leaves quickly, it's because they came to open up and expand and have everyone in the family drop into their heart even more and to connect to something greater. You can call that whatever word you want to use. It's not a punishment. It's for you. It's a sacred contract between you and that other soul. You, you see, because where else are you going to, where else are you going to, where is your spiritual logic as us as human beings? We have to have a spiritual logic. Right. Because we keep coming to, well, it was the doctor's fault or it was this disease. Now let's fight this disease or now let's sue this doctor or it was the parents' fault because they did something wrong. Okay, now let's feel bad as parents. None of this is going to get you anywhere because that's just some version of blame and some version of victimhood. And the next step of psychic awareness, right? Because I'm here talking about this. Psychic awareness isn't just about prediction. Psychic awareness is that you are energy. You are a spirit. You don't have a spirit. You are a spirit. Everything is energy. Everything has a meaning and everything at its base is love. We have to start off as love and we will rise into love. And whatever you do in between, you're, tr you're struggling with that idea of how do I experience more love, give more love, get more love and all of that. And so when these very painful experiences happen, you notice I didn't use the word tragic. Yeah. Please make a note of that. I didn't say tragic. I'm done with those words. Because I lost my mom, my dad, my best friend. I, I, the list goes on all too early. And I don't say it was a tragedy. I say it was powerful. It was deeply meaningful and impactful for me. But I don't say they were tragic experiences. Now, if I describe them to you, you say, but Riz, that is tragic. I know to you it's tragic, but I don't get, in, I don't get anything out of saying that. It doesn't empower my life to constantly say I had tragic things happen to me. I say that impactful, powerful things that um, opened me up to something bigger. And you have to close this with that. Otherwise, you are going to be constantly in the cycle of the tragedy. Yeah. So please um, do, do that. Um, they are... He is showing me a rose, like right here on my hand, that the rose that I have. Um, he is coming through and showing me rose. I don't know if, does the grave have a rose on it or on a... On Not the, on the stone, on but there are flowers all around it. Of course there would be, but it's specifically a rose and it's a symbol of something, but it's not okay. necessarily what's on the grave. I thought either it's on the tombstone or it's, it's maybe they have like a... You know how oh, we had yellow roses that we put on top of his casket. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, yeah, that's the one. Okay. 
And there's also another thing. He's showing me a second thing. He's showing me like someone has, I don't know, maybe the parents have something like a little statuette or like some kind of decor of a rose in the house also. Like sometimes, you know, we have like blown glass mm -hmm. or a little statue of something. Okay. Obviously, you, I'm can't not... check, you can't check it now, but. No. But I'll look for it next time I'm there for sure. And I'll just know that that's one of the things Andrew loves. Do you know who the person, like Tyler or Todd, connected to that family? Mm, not that comes to mind right off the top of my head, okay. but that doesn't mean no. No, of course I know, but I just like you see, I'm going to start on a roll right now, and I'm, I could go on for an hour right. with different things. We'll have to piece no, it together. Thanks. But other than that, keep that going, and I um, will. And and we have to close that circle so that we don't we don't stay in the tragedy uh, wording of it anymore. Sounds good. It was a God Thank experience, so no matter what. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks for answering my question. Wow. What a great way to look at something. I mean, you know, I, I always say even like with our health journeys that they were gifts because I learned so much. It shifted me because I wasn't going to shift. There were so mm -hmm. many gifts that came from it. Mm -hmm. Um, death is a really hard one to the hardest. change your framing and yeah. your perspective around. Because we go, that's the ultimate wrong. It shouldn't happen. Especially a baby. Yeah. And it's, that's where it's going to hurt us the most. But yeah. this is, this is one big teaching. The earth is a school. Yeah, It's a school guys. Earth is a school. Write it on your phone, put it on a post-it on the fridge. If you still use post-its, but put yeah. earth is a school everywhere that you can see it. And it's not a bad school to be in. It's going to have super things, things that are unpleasant and things that are beautiful. And the moment you start to surrender to that, then you can navigate and understand why everything is happening. Why is that person acting like a jerk at the red light? Why is that person doing that? It's a school. It's a school. It's a school. There, Everybody's here learning things, figuring it out. And at different rates. Right. Places. Yeah. My mom always said, Maria, life is for the living. And what you're basically saying is that none of this is going to serve us if we're going into these holes. I'm all for grieving. You have to grieve properly, right. but there's there's an end to the grieving or should be an end to the grieving, and then life should start living again, mm -hmm. right? We have to. So, and I really like the whole psychic awareness. I think that's really powerful. We're doing it. Man, people are looking. People are more interested in in unconventional therapies than ever. We should. We have so much more to talk about. But we really maybe next do. time we will. We are going to have to have a part two because right. um, we're crazy on our schedule. But I will ask, actually, do you see anything from Mister Kevin? Because Kevin, did you have somebody who's who's cross who was really into boating? He never asked for anything. So boating. Yeah. Yeah. The like like had a boat or always wanted to have the boat? I know someone who's all about boats and who, is your brother-in-law. Oh, yeah, someone living is very... That's what I'm... And he's in a lot of pain, and that would really help him. Yes, thank you. So what's going on with the... Physical pain? Emotional. Emotional pain. Yeah. So is he? Does he, can he be on the boats? Okay, well, that's the that's the first message. It's a response, you know. It's work, construction, do those things. Oh, never Natasha, can you give him a mic? You would never think, you know, of in the conventional okay. world, and getting him to say, "Well, can you be a fisherman? Can you yeah. charter the boat for tourists?" 
But you've got to get out to water. You have to. This is your joy. You have. Well, to now you're hearing it from me, and now he's going to watch this. Wow. What's his name? Peter. 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 You're supposed to be the gatekeeper to heaven, right? Isn't that what Peter is? <laughs> so your gate, your gate to your heaven, on earth is through the water, and so. Give yourself permission because the universe has already given you permission, Peter. So how about you give yourself permission and let us all be happy by seeing you do that. And that's the first thing that's coming through is to give that person a message. Okay. Because that's what, that's what priority list is where the spirit guides go. Wow. And that has been top of, top of my mind for the last two, three weeks because I know that that this is something that she's been suffering through. Possible. Let's go grab him by the scruff of the neck and drag him over there. <laughs> I'll go with you. All right. So what? This time for there's a time for that too, you know. I love it. That's the Bronx in me talking, but all right. All right. All right. There we go. <laughs> Yankees versus Reds. <laughs> uh, Riz, thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> this has been great, and yeah, we definitely have so much more to get into because. There's so many amazing nuggets in this episode yes. that are just drop the mic moments that I think we can take into our lives and really start examining things differently and looking at things through different lens. Yeah. It's more helpful and useful. Thank you. I agree with you totally. I'm happy to come back anytime. Thank you guys for watching. Yeah. Oh, yes. Friends, you can find Riz. First of all, I just tagged him in my stories, but your Instagram is Psychic Riz the Wiz. Put an in underscore under all of them. Psychic Riz the Wiz. Yes. Yeah. And if you want, you can go into my Instagram stories and you'll be able to click into sure. his Instagram from there. And um, Heel Squad 2 has tagged him, so you can find him through Heel Squad. You can find him on Heel Squad. He's tagged there. Anything else that we um, should mention? Uh, we should mention I'm doing a lot of really amazing retreats that are coming up. You know, I take people all around the world, Egypt, India, Japan, Ireland, Sedona, Mount Shasta, Salem, Massachusetts. I'm doing a Halloween experience. Ooh, fun. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's in October. It's really amazing. We're from Massachusetts. Oh, you really? Both of us. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. About yeah. yeah. How do you feel about the witches that were persecuted back then? How do I feel about them? Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, I have, I'm I'm going to be channeling there while I'm there. So I'm really looking forward to it. I, I haven't dropped in yet. And that's the, one of the reasons I'm doing the retreat, but um, we're going to do some lives, for, lives from there. So you guys got to watch and oh, see. what a cool thing to do on Halloween. Yeah. Halloween episode. Halloween. Yeah, because I'm fascinated. It's a very powerful list. I got to tell you one thing about Salem. I have been to Salem, but I'll tell you one thing about it. It was energetically powerful before any of that stuff ever happened. That ground is sacred ground even before the colonial people got there. There's something about that whole area. Notice how much has happened in Massachusetts. Mm. I mean, so much change, so much that has to do with even how this country was formed. Yeah, and yeah. and even the natives there have stories about it before colonialism. So it's just a, it's a vortex there of energy. Wow. So I'm going to drop in and, and talk about that. That's so cool. Okay, do you have a website or yes, anything? Yes, rizmirza.com, You can find out how to get psychic readings with me, how to join the retreats, and all sorts of goodies. Awesome. We will put links to all of this in the summary of this episode. So if you're watching on Instagram, 
just go to uh, Heal Squad on Instagram and click on the link and you'll be able to find us and get this episode. In the meantime, thank you for being with us. Be nice people, make good choices, and be present. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or mariamenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.